Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the North Fort Worth podcast. We're so excited uh, to have you joining us uh, this week, this afternoon, and I'm joined uh, today uh, by Pastor David White. David, it's great to have you. Not been called Pastor David for a while. Well, but that's okay. You are Pastor David. I love uh, our pastoral team. I think it's yeah. awesome that we all kind of get to carry that title. So I can call you Pastor John. I guess so. I, guess I, I, I don't. I'm kind of like you. I don't really. Yeah. That's not my preferred title, but um, that is in the the title. It's weird not calling. Uh, it is weird calling someone else that other than Stephen Pastor. But um, yeah. that is that is in the title. We're pastoring people, yeah, shepherding Pastor people. Josh yeah. Yeah. I, man, we're we're gonna. Hmm. <laughs> all right, we'll have to roll with that. I don't know. Um, But if you don't know David, um, you need to know David. David uh, has been an incredible um, mentor and influence to me already since I've been on staff here. And uh, not to make you blush, but uh, I love Pastor David, love getting to hang out with David and um, hear his heart for ministry and how the Lord has shaped him throughout his time in ministry, especially here at North Fort Worth. You've been here for a long time at North Fort Worth. Uh, 26 years. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. That is a blessing for sure. So, David, kind of tell us what your title is. Tell us what you do around here at North Fort Worth, maybe what a week um, looks yeah. like in the life of David. Will do. First of all, though, I enjoy hanging out with Josh because he always is an encourager. He does a good job well, of thanks, man. encouraging people and saying good things at just the right time. So, Josh, you're a good guy. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, my job here is just uh, education administration. I organize all the small groups especially for adults, uh, also any other special study groups we might do sure. Uh, throughout the week, sometimes on Wednesday, but mostly on Sundays. We have an awesome group of adult small groups. Uh, I know we might get into it later, but I'm really yeah, proud um, of the fact that they've been doing a lot of Zoom meetings since the uh, middle of March. Others have come back on campus. Again, we'll talk about that in a minute. Small groups, uh, educationally, I do work with the student pastor and the children's minister to help Mm -hmm. them move forward with their ministries as well. Uh, Then administration-wise, work with Melanie uh, to keep the finances in good shape. Uh, This church is incredible, Josh, when it comes to giving and faithfulness. And uh, we're just blessed with men and women that love the Lord and love to give to the the church. And we're in a healthy place, despite the season we're in and the season we've come through. We're in a very healthy place uh, in spite of the COVID-19 situation. Absolutely. Uh, But we we try to do our best to maintain the finances in a very clean, uh, consistent manner. And uh, also, of course, making purchases around, you know, just throughout the year. The big challenge, as you know, Josh, uh, we started construction on the kids' building and the worship center back in July. And the financing of that's been going extremely well. But that project was pretty big on my plate for the last 12 months, actually a little bit longer than that. But it has been a joy to do all that. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you can tell that by having any any amount of conversation with you about the yeah. building and the updates we've gone through that it that has been your yeah. baby for for a while now. But it's been more it's also been fun, Josh. We to show the building to yeah. members is one thing, but to bring in guests oh, yeah. Yeah. and let the guests see the building, they simply are raving about how Good a job yeah. we've done it. Well, and this together. even the people that we've you know kind of used to contract some of the updates and the development right. and the planning, they've brought in potential clients because they're so proud of what what we have here. And uh, that's that's the, you know it's a good sign when we when we can right. brag to other potential clients about hey we want to we want to make our church look like that. Right. And that's a that's not a that's a brag on God. That's not a brag on it us. Is. But we are so blessed, so fortunate to be able to have yeah. what we have. 
And I haven't told you, I hadn't even told the staff, I know of two other churches in the Metroplex who are now using FPI builders for their projects simply because of our recommendation. Uh, They did a great job. (laughs) So churches around the area are benefiting from a really good general contractor. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Well, I know... um, David, you kind of have a unique role, um, and anybody, anyone who's listening who may be familiar with kind of church organization or church workflow, how that works, David is very, um, your position is very similar to like an executive pastor type role, an XP type role, but also right. with education kind of tied into that too, kind of a unique role. How, how, how has that changed over the years? Has that been something that you have um, been pushed into or something that you've taken over um, since your time here? What, what, what's kind of been that transition for you? Yeah, that's a long story. <laughs> originally, originally when I surrendered uh, to ministry, the entire church came by and said, you're going to be a great music minister. Everybody thought I was going to do music. I knew from day one that I loved, I loved music. But and you are a musician. I am a musician yeah. of some sort. Uh, but the technical part of music really was something I was not capable of. Sure. But the good news is... Uh, I was really blessed to have so many influences in my life. I've done everything from uh, children's ministry to senior adult ministry to benevolence ministry to music ministry, student ministry. I've done a little bit of everything in my years of ministry. But about uh, 30 years ago, I guess, my focus became strictly on education. So for a few years, I did just education in the adult area. But then the church I served needed an administrator as well. And so I took on both tasks, education administration. That was at Trinity Heights in Shreveport. When I moved here, I was only here to do education until the youth slash administration <laughs> guy resigned and went to Tennessee. So then that's when I took on both education yeah. and administration here, which was way back. 25 years ago. Yeah, but because of how many hats you've worn in the past, that that fits well. And it fits I think well. so. Yeah. I think so. It's a unique role, but it fits well. Yeah, I've always been the behind-the-scenes guy in pretty much every role. But that's why I really enjoy working with quality student pastors and quality children's ministers. Yeah. Because I, I know what they're going through, and I really want to support them in what they're doing sure. as well. So I understand what they do. But I appreciate what they yeah, do. Yeah, definitely. Well, we just briefly touched on um, kind of the updates and the developments and the building and, the, I mean, everything that's gone on in the last year here at North Fort Worth. Can we can we chat about that for a minute and talk yeah. about maybe um, what all really was done in a big picture-wise? I know we've got updates and people see, you know, here and there, but a lot of things really haven't started back yet on campus. We're, we're starting more and more each week, but not everyone is – um, back in the building yet. So for maybe um, people who are listening or people who haven't been in the building yet, what exactly has happened over the last six or eight months as far as updates and development? Yeah, sure. The The building is 99% complete, meaning the kids' building uh, is 100% complete. The worship center has just a small thing here or there to be done. But as most church members know, middle of June, we began inviting people back to worship. Yeah, And... It's gone extremely well. As they know, we've had a 9 o'clock traditional, 11 o'clock contemporary, and it's been seamless. Uh, we've not had any difficulties. Our greeter team, our security team, our building team, 
they've all made sure when people yeah. come in the door on Sunday morning that the building's clean, the building's ready, the building's cool mm -hmm. during the summer. And uh, so since middle of June, for worship, we've been back pretty much to normal. Uh, and we followed the CDC guidelines to a T. To a T, but even week. we've yeah. done a little bit more than what the CDC has required. Not a lot more, but a little bit more. And that's, uh, I think that's a big thank you to our church, too, for our people, for, for yeah. um, not making it, uh, it... I think it's really easy in a situation like this to make it about self or just, you know, not pushing other people's comforts uh, or right. what you're comfortable with or what your conviction is, pushing that on other people. It's great. Right. It's great to see so many people in our church yeah. come together and... Uh, be for one another. I think that's really unique, and I'm glad we're able yeah. to do that. I'm going to say something you didn't ask. Uh, a lot of people don't know that before they come in the building on Sunday morning, Brian, Matthew, and Ken, our maintenance staff, mm -hmm. they've been working hard to be sure the building is clean and All ready week. to roll. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this either. During these days where there's not a lot of activity at the church except on Sunday, We've done a lot of painting. There's a lot of walls in the education area, the hallways. Pretty much, probably 50% of those walls now have a fresh coat of paint. Yeah. So everything looks really good. They mm -hmm. haven't noticed that yet, probably, but they'll notice it when they get back. Right. That, uh, so that's happened. But again, uh, life groups are back. I don't think, I think that's what you're asking yeah, me as yeah, well. Yeah. Life groups began meeting uh, in July. I started off small, three groups. Uh, Three groups. I think two were, tr two were traditional. One was contemporary. Uh, but as of last Sunday, all but three adult life groups were now back in the building. Awesome. This coming Sunday, the twenty seventh, we'll have two more groups back. So we're, we're going to have all groups back by September twenty seventh, except one group. So we're pretty excited that yeah. the adults that are coming back. Some groups are having fifty percent of their normal group some groups are running closer to 75 percent of their normal group uh, but we're really excited yeah. about the adults coming back on campus and being a part of not just worship now they're coming to mm -hmm. their small group and when we say meeting in person i mean we mean meeting in a space that's large enough to Absolutely. Uh, to accompany social distancing and think we don't mean just yeah. um you know run of the mill you know everyone meeting in a room i mean we're doing everything we can to good point uh, People that haven't been back to a small group, they'll discover the largest groups are in the gym. Mm -hmm. We've got chairs set up or tables set up. They're spaced six feet apart. So you can easily come and sit and be comfortable. Uh, down the hallway, smaller groups are using those rooms too. Tables and chairs spread apart, making sure that nobody's sitting too close to the other person. Right now, it's only... A room is only being used one time. Right. So we're not having to clean it before the next group comes in because there are no second groups coming in, which really makes cleaning a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're pretty excited. And I guess I should add, people that are coming on campus, of course, see each other face-to-face, -face, but most of the groups are also connecting with their at-home people yeah. by Zoom. And even the people in the classroom here at the church can see those mm -hmm. at home on Zoom on a TV screen. Yeah, we're rolling in TVs there. It's a very so, hybrid setup. It's good. So I love it. We're on campus, but we're also continuing to Zoom yeah. 
as well. So it's or whatever people are comfortable nice. with. Yeah, if people exactly. are comfortable meeting in person, we can do that. If you're comfortable meeting with your group, but you want to stay at home, that's great too. Exactly. Um, I love that. I love that we're able to have that functionality and we're able to 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 be fluid in that. Um, just a couple things before we move uh, too far on. Um, we've got some things we want to announce to you, things that uh, are coming up on the calendar that you definitely need to mark down. Uh, the first one is October 7th. Uh, I know uh, Pastor Stephen and I briefly mentioned that last week, and I, we may have not even given um, an official date, but this is the official date, October 7th. We are back. Um, children's activities are happening on Wednesday night. Um, I don't think student activities are happening that Students week. Students are not quite back. They just student, I should have mentioned this earlier, student ministry was back on campus this past Sunday, October, I'm sorry. For Sundays only, yeah. September the 20th, Sundays only for now. We're going to see how it goes, and then perhaps later on we'll launch the student ministry on Wednesday nights. Right. Sunday only, children grades one through six will be meeting starting October the 7th. Mm-hmm. 630, 730, 630, 730 right. is the time frame. And, you, and until um, until everyone is back in the children's area meeting all on Sundays, we are going to continue to do the worship care reservations for Sundays. Right. Uh, you won't need one of those for Wednesdays, um, but uh, October 7th is when those will start. Um, and also, kind of at that same time, that'll be 6.30 to 7.30, where the children's activities are taking place. But also, Pastor Stephen is moving his Facebook Live Bible study to an in-person gathering in the worship center. Worship center, um, great. So you'll be able to uh, come and join and participate that in that. Parents and families or um, adults, you'll be able to come and participate in the Bible study. It's a very interactive Bible study, and um, it's really cool um, what's happened because of COVID is it's kind of shifted that to more of an interactive approach, a casual uh, Bible study, yeah. um, more of a conversational type Bible study, and that format will still happen. So it'll be Pastor Stephen with a chair and a table, um, and we'll live stream that too for people who aren't quite comfortable yet being back in the building or maybe can't make it on Wednesday nights, but um, it's going to be really exciting. Yeah. I'm really, yeah. really pumped about how that's going to work on Wednesday nights. And like nights. you said, it's, it's for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Anybody can come. Yeah, and we'll, we'll have um, uh, some format, um, some sort of worship, um, music, worship through music um, during that time as well um, that myself or Stuart will be a part of. And I know that there's choir rehearsal going on um, during that time too. That is that going to start back? No choir rehearsal quite yet. Okay. No choir rehearsal. We don't know how long it'll be before choir's right. back. But we will have kids activities Correct. and Bible study Correct. October 7th that's I feel like that is a huge move and what did you say the name of the study was it's uh, the armor of protected. God protected. Yeah, protected protected it's a series on the armor of God how to uh, fully uh, be robed in the armor <laughs> of God and, and the kids are doing the same thing the yes kids are doing they're going to be a parallel study yeah, going through the same scripture um, I, I'm just so excited about us making big moves like that I think that yeah. is a um, a really huge step in us not not getting back to uh, I don't want to say normal I feel like normal is kind of a bad word now we don't want to get back to how things were because we know that God's done a lot of work in our church and across yeah. America um, in our churches but we want to find some sort of maybe new normal or steps towards um, right. what's a little more comfortable and I think this is a huge step getting people back in the building for yeah, I know that. Stephen's excited about oh, yeah. getting back on Wednesday nights he's been wanting to do that for a while Sally Sally, my goodness, she's doing a great job with kids as well. She's mm-hmm. very, very excited about the kids coming back on Wednesday Isn't night. she awesome the way she thinks through <laughs> things like that, though? She is putting so yeah. much thought into how we're going to do things, how, how we're going to how we're going to reach more families, uh, more parents, more kids. Um, no, I just wish the church family could be around Sally as much as we are because she's 
doing an awesome she's job. She's a rock star. Yeah. She is. She's she's uh, doing a rock star job. Yeah. She knows children. She mm-hmm. knows parents. She's going to make a huge difference yeah. here in our kids' ministry. Yeah, definitely. Can can definitely agree with that. Um, so we've got the kids' ministry update, Bible study update on October 7th. Another update that same week on Saturday, the, the 10th. 10th. October 10th at 9.30 a.m. Um, we're going to do kind of a, a new emphasis, really cool emphasis called Pray and Go. David, you want to talk a little bit about Pray and Go, or you want me to do that? No, I can talk about Pray and yeah, Go. Great. Yeah, we uh, we actually had a church member who returned. He had been away serving a couple of churches in Shout the last out to Mark. few years. Yeah. And yeah, Mark came in one day, just believed that God had laid on his heart that we might could participate yeah, in something absolutely. he had done at one of his churches called Pray and Go. And we're going to do that on October the 10th. Uh, get here at 9.30 in the morning, do a little bit of training. Yeah. But it's an attempt for us as members to go out in twos or maybe fours, go out into the neighborhood here close to the church. We'll go to the crossings and maybe another neighborhood. We'll go down the street uh, prayer walking, if you will. Uh, our, our goal is simply to social distance. Mm-hmm. Very you know, COVID-friendly, very we'll, social distancing-friendly. We're, yeah. we're not intending to stop people in the, on the street and talk to them. If we do, we do. If we don't, it's okay. We're just going to walk and prayer walk and uh, pray for each of the homes as we go by. Yeah. Uh, I believe we're going to have something to lay on the doorknob. Mm-hmm. We're going to put a, a little placard on their door that's going to promote uh, a couple of things. Yeah. And Mainly, then, it'll just let them know that we're praying for them, and that, that's exactly. the whole heart behind the day. Yeah. It's not a, it's not an interaction with people. Um, we'd right. love that if that opportunity arose, but I mean, it's literally geared towards just praying for the people that that are in right. close proximity to our church. And I think the card's going to even encourage them if they have something they would like for us as a church to yeah. pray for. There's instructions as to how to submit that prayer request. Then once we're done, we'll just go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be again nine thirty in the morning. We should be completed after with training should take about 10 15 minutes done easily by probably 11 11 30 yeah a great event for your family um, right. if you want to bring uh you know the kids with that it's an awesome way to to right. interact with our church and to be missional minded with um with our church and to care about the, the the local neighborhood here the local area and um really really cool opportunity to uh to serve um, with Pray and Go. And that's October 10th, 9.30 a.m. Definitely don't want to miss that. I want to mark it on your calendars. Um, still be looking for updates. We haven't finalized quite yet what, what Fall Fest is going to look like or uh, our fall event towards the end of October, but that is right. happening. We mentioned that last week, that something is going to happen. So be looking here in the next couple of weeks with uh, through email, through Sunday morning or uh, podcast next Tuesday, um, and we'll, we'll have a little bit more info. Each yeah. each day, you know, something else is developing with, with we, Fall Fest. We did decide today that it's going to be on Saturday, of course, October 31st, 5 to 6 o'clock. We know that much. We there you decided go. That's concrete. Five to six, exactly how we're going to put together the trunk or the trunks, and we're going to have to be careful. Right. We're going to have to be smart. And I feel like that uh, should make our church feel comfortable. That that yeah. should give people peace that we're putting this much thought into it. <laughs> we are because <laughs> it's and a big ag- deal. And again, Sally, from day one, has been excited about the opportunity yeah. to yeah. do trunk or treat on the 31st that's a big task too we're glad yeah. that it's going to happen though and that we get the opportunity to do that uh, with our church and with our community too i feel like there's going to be a lot of people that are going to opt out of that type of event just because right. it's going to be hard and we we know that we know that it's going to be difficult right. to put on but um we're gonna we're gonna push through it anyway and it's gonna be great um 
Well, before we wrap up today, um, just wanted to, and I, David, I didn't tell you this beforehand, but every Tuesday um, we talk about, because I, re- I did this on purpose, I promise. Right, I right. did this on purpose. You didn't tell me on purpose. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I didn't tell you on purpose because I wanted to know what your actual response would be, not a not a formulated response. Um, but so what Stephen and I, or whoever I'm joined by each Tuesday, um, we kind of give a resource of the week. Um, and we talk about um, something that's pertaining to maybe what we talked about or... Right. Um, something that's beneficial that maybe a reading material that we're going through or, you know, anything under the sun, you know, whatever that resource is for the week. Um, but for the resource this week, I just wanted to ask you what, what is just, um, and I don't even know if you're a reader. I don't know if we've talked about this, if you like to read or if you're a big reader, but what's just, um, a go-to book of maybe hope or encouragement, um, in your spiritual walk. That's, that's been a guide maybe to you and your career in ministry. What's, what's just a good resource that you would recommend to people? Depends on which. That's not the Bible. That's like, a cheat yeah, answer. Yeah, that, I, I can understand <laughs> that. I, if I were to say what one of the resources I use, and a lot of our members use the same resource as well, Jim Dennison writes a, a daily devotional. That is my daily devotional right now. Uh, I go online, look at what he's printed for the day. It's current. He's talking about current events. Cool. Uh, right now he's talking about Justice Ginsburger. Uh, it's just an incredible resource by a well-known Texan who writes about current events, but then he, of course, shares scripture and other ideas that bring it down to, to where we as believers can understand. Yeah, no, that's great. How can we, how can we as believers impact our world based upon current events? That is, for now, one of the major resources that I really enjoy uh, reading yeah. and uh, praying over. Uh, other than that, it's my golf clubs, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could be playing golf right now. You're a golfer too, though, right? No. I, no, thought you I don't were. know anything about golf. Well, I mean, I, I know the rules of golf and how to putt, but I, I mean, I, the I'm only way The only golf. way men can join Norfolk Worth is if they're golfers. I don't yeah. Know how, well, how, my how did, first Sunday here, I met a lot of people on our security team, and they all gave me a hard time because I'm there. not a golfer. <laughs> I was there, but they're going to teach you how to play golf. I would love that. I'd but love no, to no, learn no. Back to the real truth. Jim Dennison's uh, daily devotional is pretty awesome, uh, but we do have fun with golf around here. Yeah, so I've heard. Yeah, I would love to get involved in that. But uh, church, be encouraged this week um, and be in prayer for our staff um, this week and be in prayer for um, our church body this week. We have a really big Sunday um, coming up um, and a lot of thought and a lot of preparation, a lot of prayer, um, a lot of uh, spiritual meditation and discernment has gone into already um, this coming Sunday. And um, I feel like over the last few weeks, as we've kind of geared up for this return emphasis, especially the 10-day prayer emphasis, which we're in right now, if you didn't know that, (laughs) we're (laughs) in it right now. Uh, This is day one, two, three, four, day four of the 10-day prayer emphasis that ends this Saturday um, with a solemn assembly in Washington, D.C. that will be simulcasted. Um, you'll also get, if you're part of our church email, you, you're going to get information on that uh, this later part of the week um, that will give you a schedule and a link to how you can be a part of that simulcast um, on uh, this Saturday. Um, and we know that um, people may not be comfortable with that or people just may not have the time to tune into that. Um, 
but we have something really special planned for this Sunday. Um, and we really, um, especially I have so enjoyed over the last three days hearing Pastor Stephen's heart um, for um, what he thinks God has planned for, the, you know, how he feels led um, to to lead our services this Sunday. And um, I don't know how much I can share on that. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it keeps it kind of <laughs> mysterious, but um, not that we want it to be <laughs> anything like yeah. we don't want, it's not mystical. It's nothing like that. No, it's it's, not. It is very much a very discerned Sunday. And right. I feel like that's the best way to describe it. I feel like that's just not doing it justice. But well, we uh, talked about it in staff today, and it's it's going to be it's a heavy. wonderful, yeah, yeah. But it's a wonderful opportunity just to, as an individual, consider where we are in our walk with God. Yeah, yeah. And, and there is not a more timely message, I don't think, with right. the just the the bizarre year that we've had. I was at a worship conference a few weeks ago and uh, I talked about that with the podcast last week. Um, and one of the, one of the speakers that I heard from, he's a very, very prominent, um, uh, speaker, pastor, uh, influencer. And he shared for, I'm not kidding, 13 minutes. He talked about every negative or catastrophic event that has happened in 2020 sure. for 13 minutes just a list. It wasn't even describing. It was just a list of, I mean, from January 1 to current day, wow. things, just crazy things that have happened that have never happened before. Um, and there's not a more timely message than, than what Stephen is going to share this Sunday. We're excited about it. Um, we're, we're praying for it. We're praying for you, church, this week that you would be encouraged um, and that also you would uh, come Sunday and be ready for what the Lord has for you, because it may be something that you didn't expect. <laughs> and, right. um, and we want it to be that. We, we want this Sunday to, to be something that makes us all reflect and to pause and, and truthfully and um, very um, pivotally return to the Lord, um, to repent and return to the path and the design that the Lord has for us and for our church. And so really looking forward to that. I've said enough, um, but uh, looking forward to this week. Um, it's, all, it's all good, Josh. It's yes. Good stuff. Um, very excited. David, thanks for joining us today. It's been a blast. Um, we have a lot of fun. If you, if you can't tell listening, David and I have a lot of fun. We joke together. We laugh a lot. Yep. Um, David's a likable guy. Uh, you need to hang out with him if you haven't got to yet. And Josh, um, Josh, by the way, he's he's a very likable guy. I don't too. know about that. Yeah. You keep saying that. You make him a head big. <laughs> Um, but David, thanks for, for real for joining us uh, today. Pastor Stephen was not able to be here. He was um, leading a, a graveside service. And um, so um, thank you for being able to step in and, and be with us um, today. Um, and uh, hopefully Pastor Stephen listens and he approves of the job that we did. <laughs> I'm glad I was glad I was invited to do this. Yeah. This is this It's is been good. fun. It's been yeah. fun. Church, we're praying for you this week. We love you. We hope you have uh, an awesome week. Um, be sure to email us at podcast at northfortworth.com if you have any questions or concerns or comments or anything we'd love to hear from you we'd love to shout out anything that you may have um, plus we just love hearing from you it's great to interact with our people during the week but um, be sure to check out uh, either online or in person nine nine o'clock um, nine did i say that right Nine and eleven. Yes, I did. I, I was thinking, correct. is it nine thirty? No, it's nine. Uh, <laughs> and then I thought, did I say nine thirty? And it's actually nine. You, yeah. you said nine. Nine o'clock and eleven o'clock. I knew this. I've said it every Tuesday for several weeks now. Nine o'clock, eleven o'clock, um, online or in person. Life groups this Sunday. Children's activities starting on Wednesday nights, October seventh, along with Pastor Stephen's Bible study. Lots of things you don't want to miss out on. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us, church. Thank you, David. Again, um, we'll see you next Tuesday. Sounds great.